Way up in the hayloft of an old red barn lived a mother cat and her new baby kittens. There were five bold and frisky little roly-poly black and white kittens and one little striped kitten who was very, very shy. Thus begins the adventure of the shy little kitten. A little golden book, originally published in 1946, but still as popular today. Other books in the Little Golden Book series include The Little Engine That Could, the classic tale of the determined little engine that, despite her size, triumphantly pulls a train full of toys to the children waiting on the other side of the mountain. Scuffy the Tugboat, who, convinced that he is meant for bigger things, leaves the man with the polka dot tie and his little boy and sets off to explore the world, only to find that, after all, home is best. And perhaps the most popular of all, the pokey little puppy. The story of a curious puppy who digs holes under fences and who has to go to bed without any strawberry shortcake. The Pokey Little Puppy was one of the original 12 Little Golden Books, published in 1942. Many children, even today, are familiar with the stories of the Little Golden Books, and for many adults, the Little Golden Books, with their distinctive appearance and child-friendly size, were an important part of their childhood. Georges Duplay, who in 1940 was head of Artists and Writers Guild, Inc., first came up with the idea to produce a colourful, more durable and affordable children's book than those being published at the time. With the help of his colleagues Lucille Olge, Albert Leventhal and Leon Shimkin, the group decided to publish 12 titles for simultaneous release in what was to be called the Little Golden Book series. Each book would have 42 pages, 28 printed in two color, 14 in four color, and each book would cost an affordable 25 cents. The first 12 titles were released to stores in October 1942 and were an immediate hit. Over the decades, the price for the Little Golden Books has gone up and the titles have expanded and grown along with the popularity of the books. Well-known and award-winning writers and illustrators of children's books have joined the ranks of contributors to the Little Golden Book series. At the gallery at Penn College in Williamsport, the travelling exhibit Golden Legacy, original art from 75 years of Golden Books, is taking place now and the exhibit will be available to enjoy until March the 30th. Penny Lutz is the director of the gallery at Penn College and she spoke to me by phone recently about this exhibit and about the gallery itself. The gallery at Penn College opened in 2006 in the brand new Madigan Library and we're located on the third floor and we host about six exhibitions each year. They range from traveling shows like the Golden Legacy exhibit to solo exhibitions by artists from all over the country to student exhibitions at the end of the spring semester for our art and architecture students. It's extraordinary how many varied and interesting 
exhibitions you've had over the years, and some of them have been absolutely memorable. Well, thank you. We have hosted almost 100 different exhibits through the years, and we're reaching 50,000 visitors in the coming months. So we'll hit that mile mark soon. And some of the more memorable things through the years have been a Frank Lloyd Wright exhibit about a specific house called Samara, a skateboard exhibit, which was the history of skateboards. And we had over 300 decks in the gallery and some solo exhibitions like Amanda McCavor, who worked exclusively in thread. People still talk about that exhibit and her field of flowers and the little living rooms. And just the variety of media that we've had through the years has been wonderful, from thread like that show to denim to the more traditional media like paintings and photography and ceramics. We've had a little bit of everything. I always enjoy the end of the year graphic design student exhibit. That's always a very interesting installation. It is, and it's the culmination of their degree. So they're seniors and they're presenting their portfolios. So they usually have eight to 10 pieces, their best pieces from their portfolio. And it's a real celebration, and we do get a lot of people that come in to see that show. The current exhibit at the gallery is one that I'm sure will tap into the childhood memories of many people. This exhibit is called Golden Legacy. Now, this is a traveling exhibit, isn't it? It is, and it was organized by the National Center for Children's Illustrated Literature in Abilene, Texas. These are all original illustrations from Little Golden Books, and it starts in 1942 with some of the original books that were published. There were 12. In addition to gouache and watercolor, some of the modern illustrators are doing work digitally. So we have the whole range from 1942 through about 2017. There are a few pieces from the 70s and the 2000s, and then a few more from the 2010s. Most of the work is really from the 1940s, the 1950s, and the 1960s. And you'll see illustrators that are familiar, such as Richard Scarry, Eloise Wilkin, Tibor Gurgley, and Mary Blair, who I do want to mention. She was the illustrator for the little golden book, I Can Fly, and she worked for Walt Disney for many years, and she actually created the entire It's a Small World. So if you come and see her work, I Can Fly, you'll notice some similarities in colors and the children, too. I wasn't sure that I was going to recognize any of the illustrators, but I remember some wonderful work that Richard Scarry did. Mm-hmm, and there are... I believe seven pieces by Richard Scarry. The most popular is I Am a Bunny. Another illustrator in the show is Hilary Knight, and he has a piece called The Circus is Coming, but he's the illustrator that did Eloise, and most people will remember him for that. She wasn't a little golden book, but her illustrator, Hilary Knight, did work for Golden Books. People are going to come along and they're going to be able to relive their childhood or even relive their 
early years of parenting when these wonderful books were an absolute standby, and I suppose they still are a standby. They are. You can still purchase little golden books in the supermarket at the checkout line. Would you say that there is a golden age to the little golden books? Is there a time when you think the illustrations really hit a high point? I would, and it's probably the late 1950s. And I believe that's why we have the most amount of work from that time period. There were so many wonderful illustrators, and really people were buying more books post-war, and the books were still only a quarter, so they were affordable. Are the illustrations all up on the wall? How are they exhibited? Golden Legacy exhibit is organized by decade, and the illustrations are all different sizes, and When it goes to a new venue, it's up to them how they want to organize it. And we decided to do it by decade so we could add some more of the historical information in with each decade. So the show begins in the gallery at Penn College with the pokey little puppy from 1942. And as you're looking at the 1940s artwork, you'll be able to read about the history of little golden books find out what the first 12 titles were and some of the history of the company. And then you'll move through the 50s and, again, more historical information and then through each decade. Now, you say Little Golden Books are still going. You can still buy Little Golden Books. If, for example, in this day and age you were to go and buy a copy of The Pokey Little Puppy, can you get it new? Would you get the same illustration or did the illustrator change? You can buy most of these old books as new publications. And again, the price has changed from the original 25 cents to about five ninety nine now. Most of them are the originals. So the Pokey Little Puppy has stayed the same. But some of these books, the publisher has decided to reissue with new illustrations. So one example is The Little Boy with the Big Horn, and this was published in the 1950s. It was republished in 2017 with a new illustrator. Do you think that's because children's tastes have changed? I think in the case of that book, they wanted a fresher look to the book But over the years, sometimes the illustrations do change because of changes in society. So, for example, with the Richard Scarry books, he did go back and change some of the gender roles. So the mother bunny wasn't always cooking in the kitchen, but sometimes the father bunny was cooking as well. So the original books had really stereotypical roles for men and women And over the years, they have gone and changed those. You can see a whole history of childhood when you look at old children's books, can't you? It's fascinating. A history of our expectations and and cultural attitudes. It's always fascinating in each generation to see how those change and how children change as well. But on the other hand, some things don't change. Our love of bunny rabbits and puppies and things like that. And most of these children's books had lessons to them. And I think that's something that has stayed the same, whether it's, you know, not to be a naughty puppy or to mind your manners and not jump on the bed. I think some of these things are still true. 
Is there anything else you'd like to say about the exhibit itself, something we should look out for, perhaps? Yes. If you come to the gallery to see the show, we are playing Leonard Marcus's lecture on Golden Books. And this was originally a live Zoom. We cannot put this out on the Internet, but you can come into the gallery and watch it. And it runs about 80 minutes, and it's absolutely fascinating. If you're interested in Little Golden Books, you will get a lot out of that. If you can't visit the exhibit and you're interested in them, he wrote a book called Golden Legacy. And it's, again, a fascinating record of the books. And we do have a few copies of those in the gallery for you to sit and look through. And we also have copies of many, many little golden books so people can sit and take their time and read some of these books. How lovely to be able to take a look at some of the actual books themselves. What are the hours for the gallery? Is it open at the same time that the library is open? Our hours are more limited than the library. So we are open Sundays from 1 to 5, and that's been a popular day. Monday through Thursday, 2 to 8 p.m., and Fridays, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. We will be closed during our spring break, which runs March 6th through 13th, 2022. But we are available by appointment that week. So if you want to come in, please call ahead Monday through Friday, and we can set up a time. And there are visitor parking spots behind the library. Remind us again of the gallery website and your phone number. You can find us online at gallery.pct.edu, and you can reach us by phone at 570-320-2445. Penny Lutz, Director of the Gallery at Penn College. Golden Legacy, original art from 75 years of golden books, can be enjoyed until March the 30th. For gallery hours and more information about the gallery at Penn College, visit pct.edu gallery. Many thanks to Penny Lutz, director of the gallery at Penn College. And thanks to you, WVIA's Fiona Powell.